The Family Immortal. The new novel in the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price book series by W.J. Onifer. Available in paper book or ebook at your favorite online bookstore. Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price books. Read the Red. The Vampire Hadley Price Short Story Collection presents Pumpkin Spies. Copyright 2020, Warren Oliver, based on characters from the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price book series. And now, Pumpkin Spies, read by the author. The month of October in the year 2009. Bobby Joe Hawkins stepped back from the workbench to admire the device he assembled. In some respects, building it was easier than he thought it would be. In other respects, it was more challenging. But he had associates who helped him with that. Some of the components were illegal, or at least hard to come by, but he acquired them. In public, Bobby Joe appeared normal, average, even boring. Unlike his associates, he had no tattoos that advertised his hate and ignorance. He walked past the Nazi flag pinned to the wall, ascended the stairs up to the kitchen to make himself some dinner. More people were out and about on this crisp, cool fall season night. As it should be, it was Halloween. Trick-or-treaters were walking house to house, some with an adult, others without, but within the safety of numbers. And of course, it was mischief night for teenagers. That one there, the leader said, pick it up and smash it on the sidewalk. Yeah, do it, the other teenagers said to the new kid. The new kid thought that smashing a beautifully carved pumpkin was a stupid thing to do but he wanted his new friends to think he was cool. So he left the group of them and walked across the lawn to the pumpkin. He bent down to pick it up. You! Go away! A cold sting of terror jolted the new kid's body when he heard that chilling voice come from the pumpkin. He jumped back, turned around, and ran. He took five leaping steps before something like a rational mind reasserted itself over the primal fear reaction. The person who lived in that house must have set up some sort of high-tech motion detector that played that scary recording. And he, the new kid, tripped it. Both his rational mind and the primal fear, however, agreed that getting far away from that pumpkin was a good idea. So he kept on running. And as he did, he wondered if the other guys knew about that clever Halloween setup. Probably. New kid, new town. They knew the turf. He didn't. Big laugh on him. When he was half a block away, he slowed down to stop. The other guys a distance away, out in the street, did not hear what scared him. They slowly walked toward him. For the rest of the night, they would be merciless in their friendly taunts to the new kid who wimped out. 
Among the other people out walking this night was a petite woman, pretty, with long red hair. Most other people took no notice of the street gang wannabes, none of whom were older than 13 years old. But she did. She left the sidewalk and walked over to the pumpkin. This woman knew that there was no motion detector. She knew that the scary voice was not a recording. Do you enjoy making teenage hooligans piss their pants? She said. Actually, I do, the pumpkin said. Hello, Hadley. It's good to see you. And you too, Sydney, Hadley said. And now, seeing you, my Halloween is complete. Face to face with the great pumpkin himself. Yes, the great pumpkin is real. Or something like it. And they are very good at hiding their existence from the humans. People wouldn't know about them at all if it weren't for the legend created about them by the old Peanuts comic strip. And that was just a coincidental lucky guess. That newspaper comic strip did get one thing wrong, however. The Great Pumpkin is an entire supernatural race, not just one lone pumpkin. They go dormant 11 months of the year and only awake during October. So, Sid, Hadley said, are you seeing anything interesting this year? Anything surprising? Nothing humans do surprises me anymore, Sid said. See that house over there? The McMansion with the tacky fake pillars in the front? Yes. The woman who lives there started to embezzle funds from the company she works for. And do you ever see good things? Hadley said. Not as often as I'd like. But the house next to this one? Tomorrow, the guy there is going to ask his girlfriend to marry him. And she's going to say yes. So the humans aren't all bad, Hadley said. No, but some of the humans who are bad are really bad. Downright evil. Evil? In a middle-class neighborhood like this? Sid kind of laughed. Hadley, there's a vampire living in this middle-class neighborhood. It was Hadley's turn to laugh. Imagine that. Do you think you're the only one with secrets who lives here? Sid said. I guess not, Hadley said. So where is this human, the one who is downright evil? Across the street. His name is Bobby Joe Hawkins and he lives in that white house. In his basement, he has a workshop where he's assembling an explosive device. A bomb. He plans to blow up a church. He's researched the schedule of services. He knows when they take place. And with that, he intends to blow up that church during the busiest Sunday morning service. What a waste of all that perfectly good human blood, Hadley said. Yes, a human spilling blood, disrespecting the living flesh and the power of the red. I'm not a big fan of religion, Hadley said. When one really does have everlasting life, we tend to see all of that as mostly human wishful thinking. My thoughts as well. But most churches are just a gathering of friends, Hadley said. They're not hurting anyone when they do that. She thought about it for a moment. So this man, this Bobby Joe Hawkins, is he the evil you speak of? 
or is he just misunderstood? If it were explained to him, would he change? Could he be talked out of it? I doubt it, Sid said. His hate for people who are different than he is just plain evil. I don't think even a threat by a vampire as powerful as you would stop him from carrying out the mass death he has planned. Sid paused. You know, Hadley, I see humans getting into trouble all the time. When they're alone, they don't edit their behavior around vegetables. And certainly not a pumpkin. I see it all. But when I come back the next October, a good deal of them see the folly of what they're doing and get back on the straight and narrow. But not this guy. He's been planning this since last year. It looks like one human needs to be killed. It does look that way. That is rather vicious, don't you think, Sid? Hadley said. Yeah, right. Like I've never heard that one before. Ever since that no-talent junkie musician killed himself, people like you can't resist associating his name with mine. People like me? Vampires, Sid said. But tis the season. What better time for the likes of you and me and ghosts and witches than Halloween? I'll bet you can display your fangs in public, and on this night, no one would say anything. Can, but don't, Hadley said. You're no fun, Hadley, Sid joked with her. No fun, Hadley said. I'm talking to a pumpkin right now. A supernatural being spying on the unaware humans. Yes, pumpkin spies, Sid said. I see it all, but I can only observe. I can't do anything about it. You have the arms and legs and fangs and, I might add, the cute booty to do something about it. Flattery will get you nowhere, Sid. You're known for it. Hadley Price. Powerful vampire, they say. Nice butt. Hands off, mister, Hadley said with a laugh. I don't have any hands, Sid said. But that Halloween scarecrow decoration on the front lawn, a couple houses down, he does. Watch yourself around that guy. Hadley took out her Blackberry phone and looked at the screen, and not because it rang. One of Hadley's neighbors was about to walk past her. The man was with his kids. Hadley was always careful to conceal her vampire identity. None of her neighbors guessed that she is that. One rule of conduct was absolute for Hadley. She never blood-fed on anyone in the neighborhood, always outside of that. It was unlikely that standing alone near this pumpkin would give away her vampire identity. But it would look kind of strange, so she took out her phone as if she paused to check a text message. As the humans approached, Sid remained silent. Hello, Mike. Hadley said. Hi, Hadley, Mike said. Perfect weather for Halloween, isn't it? It is, Hadley said. She looked down at Mike's kids, a little boy and a little girl. I love your costumes. That house over there, the boy pointed, gave us apples. His child mind couldn't understand why any adult would give out fresh food for Halloween. Anything with a high sugar content was mandatory. Everyone knew that. Hadley stopped herself from saying that 
decades ago in the mid-20th century, before the time of Kit Kat and Skittles and Nutella, getting an apple was perfectly acceptable. Have a nice night, Hadley, Mike said. You too, Hadley said. Mike looked forward as he kept on walking. Both of his kids looked back and gave Hadley a cute wave of their hands. Hadley gave them an equally cute wave back. Hadley Price had perfected cute. It helped that she was a small woman. All the better to add to the disguise. No, her neighbors had no idea that this friendly petite woman had fangs, drank blood, and was not human. She put her cell phone back into her handbag. So that man should die to prevent his evil act, Hadley said to Sid, picking up their conversation where it left off. Yes, Sid said, but might I suggest that it not be a blood-splattering mess? I'm sure you're well capable of that, Hadley. He paused. Halloween is for those like us, creatures of the night. And as much as I enjoy the variety of us who share that kinship, it's nice to see that there aren't any zombies this year. I hope I don't come off prejudice. I happen to share that prejudice with you, Sid, Hadley said. Zombies are just gross. No subtlety. Bad table manners. Yeah, they are a bit disgusting, Sid said. But Halloween is also for the human children to dress up and get their candy, the innocent fun of youth, the discovery of unnecessary mutilation of a neighbor which freaked them out. No unnecessary mutilation of an evil human, Hadley said. Now who's the one being no fun? No fun? An evil human needs to be unnecessarily mutilated. And this year, where's a zombie when you really need one? Hadley smiled at that. Okay. She said, It looks like I'll have to deal with him. I take it the blood won't be wasted. Not my first choice for a Halloween drink. But since he's about to meet me anyway. Hadley turned to walk away. It's always nice to see you, Sid. You take care. Hope to see you again next year. So long, Hadley. Happy Halloween. There was no discovery of the mutilated corpse of Bobby Joe Hawkins. Nothing to add a real-life horror story that would be retold every Halloween and leave a morbid shadow over the neighborhood the rest of the year. No horror story, but instead, a mystery. Bobby Joe Hawkins disappeared on Halloween night, never to be seen again. This has been a reading of Pumpkin Spies, written and read by W.J. Onifer, based on characters from the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price book series. Music by Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. Like us at Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price books on Facebook.